hell are you supposed to be? I'm vengeance. Welcome to Fireside. First off, welcome to Fireside. We'll be talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than Firefly. Stay tuned, Mickey's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we get choose. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my power, Earth 2 with features. Neither listen by weekly or you can binge us. We got it all, baby. Hello, 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 welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats, I'm your host Fenty, and with me as always are my wonderful sidekicks, first, Mr. P. Feature. Hello, Internet. And Huey. What's going on? What's going on? You're not singing. I know, Features, what's up? Stop, like, uh, this was a thing that we did, and then it just became a thing that I did. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Beep you. (laughs) I want my song sung. First off. Now you want the song. (laughs) I don't want to hear Baby Huey say beep you, but I do want to hear that sultry voice of features. What's going on, features? Don't let me sing alone. (laughs) Oh, what's going on? Oh, there it is. Yeah, what's going on? He's got a great voice, actually. <laughs> like, he does. He do actually have a really good voice. Uh, all right. Welcome to the Friday Show. If you're new around here, that's where we don't talk about the new news. Although this is absolutely a Friday show where we are going to talk about the new news. I was going to try and make it a, a dumb dome joke, but it, it would be dumb. Biodome? A, a, about the dome. Biodome. <laughs> fan biodome. When you, you want to talk about dumb stuff, DC, dumb domes. DC fan biodome. That's the name of this issue. Bio news. Vivas los biodome. <laughs> no. You don't remember biodome? You don't remember the movie? I do. I never watched it. <sighs> Man, if we just, if we had another tw- if we had one more day, yeah, or another twenty four hours. <laughs> wow. Dude, I love that movie. Wow. Iron Man. Iron Man. Does whatever an iron can. <laughs> wow. What are we talking about today? It's one of the best worst movies <laughs> that has ever been made, ever. No. It is. As far as bad worst movies, it's a phenomenal, yeah. terrible movie. A phenomenal, And the Pauly Shore movie. movies are bad worst. Yes, Poly, but it is the best of the, of the Pauly Shore movies. The best worst Pauly Shore movie. <sighs> Although all Pauly Shore movies are the worst Pauly Shore movies. Yeah. But it's the best of the worst of the Pauly Shore worst Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. <laughs> when he hits him with the encyclopedia, that's what these things are for. Make it a filter. Make it a filter. There's like three people who are listening to this going, yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Biodome hasn't got its, its support. Uh, all right, let's get into uh, what we were, as we said last show, we we're going to talk about the major stories from DC fandom uh, on, on today's show. So that's going to be, not, uh, first off, we're going to talk about Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Black Adam. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the Suicide Squad. We're going to talk about the Wonder Woman trailer, the Snyder Cut, as well as Matt Reeves' Batman trailer. Um, it's not even Justice League anymore. It's just the Snyder Cut. It's the Snyder Cut because it's not Justice League. It is, it is something else. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's. Uh, but I do want to get some some quick ones out of the way that just don't have a lot to it. So let's start with Wonder Woman, because 
really it's just a new trailer and we got a chance to see what Cheetah looks like. I mean, that's really what we got. Uh, new trailer looked good. Trailer looked I like the trailer. Cheetah looks horrible. I don't think Cheetah looks horrible at all. I think Cheetah's doll looked terrible. That looked gross. That did look gross. Uh, but she doesn't look bad. Um, so it's a little bit better than the doll. I would say that for the amount of extra time that they've had to work on it, I'm surprised they didn't do a little bit more with the CGI because they've had nothing but spare time now. Yeah, right. Um, it might still be in post. Uh, hopefully. Hopefully it still is. Um, I, f- I feel like it has to be. But, I mean, I thought she'd look pretty good. Um, all right, let's just round table. We already know what, what Huey thinks. Huey, you don't like it? I just don't like how Cheetah looks. The trailer itself looked, looked awesome. So, everything else aside from Cheetah, I love. What about you, Feech? I actually missed the Wonder Woman trailer. I didn't know it, that happened. Um, that's what, Yeah, that's how they opened it. Yeah. Um, yeah the- but I'm pretty sure it was a dope trailer, because I'm, I'm actually a fan of the Wonder Woman movie, the, the first one. So um, the, big, the big takeaway on this one is definitely Cheetah. And Kristen Wiig... In the beginning, when she's nerdy, Kristen Wiig looks phenomenal, and then she begets like, uh, like, like '80s punk Kristen Wiig, where she's got a leather jacket with spikes on it, mm-hmm. with a lot of cheetah print on her. Doesn't look as good there. <laughs> and then by the end of the trailer, she's like a full-out cheetah lady, and I think she looks cool at that point. Like, I, I think she looks pretty good. Um, but yeah, cheetah, cheetah is one of Wonder Woman's longtime nemesis, is arguably the major nemesis of, of Wonder Woman. Nemesis? Uh, no, I think that'll be Ares. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. But if, but if you were like, okay, so if you were like, we're going to make three Wonder Woman uh, movies, who would be the first two villains you pick? Cheetah and Ares. Yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Ares makes sense to open it up with, but I still think Cheetah is one of the more longer-running villains. I think she's our I mean, most hell, popular she's in Injustice too. She is. Yeah, so like, if you played Injustice, you've played with Cheetah. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, not but so much to go off of because, again, it's just a new trailer. We do know that this is after the third movie. This is the last one. We got to see a little bit more of the um, as the Amazon Olympic Games, which is kind of cool looking. With uh, the young. Yeah, uh, the young Diana. Yeah. I didn't, wasn't ready for that. I thought it was going to be older Diana, so that was kind of cool. Hmm. Uh, but, yeah. And a couple more uh, scenes with uh, Steve Trevor. Yeah. That's the, does everyone parachute now? <laughs> The parachute, parachute pants? pants? Does everyone parachute now? So yeah. What? My flying's really good. Well, and I, I like the dichotomy there. I like, I like that he's the man out of time where she, like, at first, in the first movie, she didn't know what ice cream was, right. you know? And now he doesn't know what anything is. So I kind of like that. And he had the fanny pack. That was great. And she's like, no, we could do better. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm excited. I, I, he plays a great damsel in distress. <laughs> wow. He, I mean, tell me he's not. Captain Kirk is not a damsel in distress. Yes, he is. That he that's that's the role he's playing in this. But I think yes. that's what makes it so great. Like in the first movie, and we'll see how he's portrayed in this one because that's who he was in the first movie. But he still was very important and integral to the plot. Although he did feel like he was just telling the audience what was going on. Pretty much, yeah. Like he he was he was the um, exposition character. I still don't think he's there. Oh, I think he is. I think she makes a wish and brings him back. I think, but we'll, we'll find out. Yeah. We'll find out. All right, let's go. Let's move on to Black Adam because there's not but so much to talk about with that either because they had nothing to really show. What do you mean? At the DC His, fandom event. Rock's ego is huge. Yes. Yeah, well, Dwayne, <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson's <laughs> ego is as big as his biceps and his shoulders. But that's okay. I believe he deserves it. 
Like, there are some people who are egotistical that I'm like, you know what? I get it. Mauer. <laughs> like, I get it. Oh, I don't know about that one. But, like, <laughs> if you're The Rock and you make The Rock kind of money and you've, you've tackled multiple industries and you're also gargantuan, yeah, I think you can be egotistical. <laughs> I think you've earned that. You put the work in. Like, it's not like he can't back it up. Uh, I mean, who's, no. who, who, yeah, who's going to check mean, him? <laughs> who's going to go up to him and go, stop being so egotistical? No one. Kevin Hart? Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> but Kevin Hart would be doing it in a jokey fashion, and then later on go, no, nah, dude, I was serious. While well, he's dangling over a bridge. Yeah, right. So, Although I do love their does, back and look, forth. So. Again, he, he, he's allowed to. <laughs> he's allowed to. He's allowed to. I don't care. I don't care what you say. It's The Rock. He's allowed to. Um, he's obviously trying to make Black Adam the next big thing. That's for sure. He will. So they sign him on for Black Adam, and he's like, uh, you're all going to love this character no matter what. Well, I said so. That's pretty much how it went. He's right. He's not real. I don't. He's, <laughs> we'll see what he does with him because I don't think Black Adam is that interesting of a character. But uh, you know, prove me wrong. I am interested to learn more of his backstory because, in general, I don't know much about Black Adam's background. Aside from he's Shazam's opposite, and it, you know, and that's exactly why you're going to love the character. Black Adam it really comes off like Magneto in a sense. If you're if you're dealing with him in his origin, sure. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, yeah. Magneto absolutely. is a is a wildly interesting character. So when you put somebody as powerful as Black Adam and and you get to explore why he is the way he is, or or at least lead up to that point, to what he's going to be come the next Shazam movie or whenever they decide to introduce him into the rest of the DC extended universe or whatever they're calling it now, it's it's you're going to end up loving that character. Just, I love your your connection to Magneto because they both go through the the, tra- the trauma in the beginning. So Black Adam was originally a slave. Uh, it was Egypt, right? Yep, so ancient Egypt. Con Con something, something like Con-og, that. Con something like that. God bless you. That didn't sound anywhere near like a sneeze. <laughs> if someone sneezes, Conog, <laughs> they should go to a doctor. There's something there's something wrong with their nasal passages. They should Conog like that's. <laughs> And that's not even the word. Like, that's definitely not the word. Um, anyway, he was originally a slave um, where Magneto was uh, in a concentration camp. So, like, the, I think that's probably the best connection between Marvel and DC, I think, for Black Adam I've ever heard. Yeah, I, do, I agree. I, I think Magneto is a great, because he really is an antihero in that regard. Like, if you're on Team Black Adam, he's going to do whatever he needs to keep you safe and alive. He's very namory. That was the other connection I was going to bring up, but I figured not to. But yes, <laughs> he's very he is very namory. Like where he is, it's he's all about his people, and he'll he'll you know he'll burn everything else down to make sure his people are okay. Does he also have like pointy ears in the comics? Yes, like namor. Yes, he does, and a hairline, which <laughs> which is very namory. No, actually, yes, he is he, he is, is. is namory. <laughs> he's lightning lightning namory. Namory. Hmm. I'm trying to think of like a Zeus name. I don't have it. I don't have it. But what we did find out. So here, the way that they did the Black Adam event, uh, not it was really just the Rock talking for a long time. Um, Surprise. But it was they they got Boss Logic, and if you don't know who that is, he's an amazing graphic artist. Yes, he is. Who does a lot of work now for Marvel. So they got Boss Logic to come in and do the uh, the essentially a fake trailer. Dope. So he made a graphic designed trailer. So he used that the same talent he has to do almost like a stop motion, like a motion comic, mm-hmm. 
but everything looks like you know the rock and but what we've learned is that the justice society of america are going to be in it or i guess it's just the justice society back then and one of the major the major key heroes that he'll be going up against is hawkman what Yep, Hawkman's going to play a big role in the Black Adam movie, as is Adam Smasher, of all people. Mm-hmm. Adam Smasher, and there's who else? It was two other people. It was, it was Hawkman, Adam Smasher. They, they did confirm that Hawk Girl will not be in it, so she won't be. Uh, for anybody unaware, Hawkman and Hawk Girl, they have this long-standing relationship where if one dies, like they have to fall in love with each other again. Like they're oh, they're reincarnated. They're immortals that are as soon as they die, they they wake back up when the other one dies as well, and then they're like destined to fall in love again. I totally. Uh, so it's kind of weird that Hawkgirl's not in it. I totally hate that revamped origin for them. Why can't they just be the Hawk people from Thanagar? It's, it's just because Thanagar's simple. that right there is dumb. <laughs> like the fact that there's a planet of Hawk people that dress like gladiators. Yeah, and just that's fly around. D- that's dumb. Yes, uh, there oh, is. Doctor Fate, super oh. stoked for that. Yes, yeah, super stoked for that. So Doctor Fate's one of the other ones, and then Maxine Hunkel. I don't know who that is. Hmm. Cyclone. I don't know who Cyclone, Cyclone is. My my question is why why so much right now with the whole Justice Society? We got that in Star Girl. We're getting it here with Black Adam. Well, Star Girl we know is because it's it's um what's Earth it? Earth Two. Well, not even Earth Two. That it's um Jeff Johns. And Jeff John's obsession with early superheroes makes sense to why he would do the Justice Society. Like, that makes sense. Okay. That's very much a Jeff John's move. Where in this one, if you're going to do a Black Adam story, especially when we're talking about his origin, what superhero team could you really go with? But do we need a superhero team for him to go up against? Apparently we do. Yeah. <laughs> Black Adam is wildly powerful. You, you kind of do need a team. And they will- Well, that, that's the question is, what is his goal? Like, that, I don't really even know how you make a movie about this, but we'll find out. We'll find out. But uh, The Rock also was pretty adamant that he wants to fight Superman. Like, he does this whole thing. He goes, we're going to change the, the power hierarchy in DC from now on, where Black Adam is, the, is the, the number one character. And so it's The Rock, so that's the ego side of The Rock coming out. But he's teasing quite heavily that there's going to be a Superman-Black Adam fight. So it of would, course. How cool would it be if Shazam 2 also has Superman in it? Well, and we Superman get that wasn't Superman, Shazam versus Black Adam. Superman wasn't an end of uh, Shazam, kind of, sort of. That's what I mean. That is, so we already know that he's around. So it would be really cool. Because like, remember that animated movie that they did? Yeah. The Shazam Superman animated movie, which was outstanding? That fight scene, if they did a live action with that, with Henry Cavill, um, The Rock, and who's... Why can't I think of his name? Who's Shazam? Why can't I think of his name? Zachary Le- Levi? Yeah, Zachary Levi. That's it. <laughs> That's his name. It, it, uh, Shazam 2 is probably going to end up with the, like, the three of them squaring off going into Shazam 3. I think the whole Shazam family is just going to get wrecked and it's, he has to get Superman in because he's getting wrecked too. Or that. Superman will be features, what's that word? Um, what's that word? When someone comes in and saves the day, they're the reason they win? Ex word. Machina. There, there it go. is. Ex Machina, man. All right, Suicide Squad. What do we think of that? Everyone's going to die. Not everybody. Well, not everybody, but like- Most of them. 80% of that cast will be dead within the first It's a, it's a hefty cast, man. And it's so James Gunn, it looks like <laughs> the most James Gunn thing I've ever seen. It looks like if you took su- the original Suicide Squad and just threw up James Gunn on top of it. Hmm, pretty much. It looks good. Don't, and I don't, I'm not saying that in a bad way at all, but it's so wildly bright and colorful, just like the Guardians of the Galaxy were. 
Like it's very, very James Gunn. But what James Gunn is brilliant at doing is character development, especially with characters that are hard to get behind. Like I love the polka dot man is there. Who? And literally throwing polka dots at people. The what? No. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> King Shark's eating people's heads. Polka dot man's throwing stuff at people. Uh, Captain Boomerang was there. Uh, I don't know who the hell um, Pete Davidson's playing, but Pete Davidson randomly shows up. And Nathan's Phil here. We need, uh, we need some help here. Nathan Fillion's character. It's called, uh, it's basically called the Dark Knight. If anyone can find out any information on him, please let us know. Mauer and I were scrolling through uh, Google. We went through like eight pages and couldn't really find anything on him. Because uh, they, they put his initials as um, uh, just saying the Dark Knight. So can't <laughs> you, you search Dark Knight, you're going to get Batman. So can't find any, uh, any information on that at all. I loved, um, I loved John Cena talking about Peacemaker. So I'm pretty much playing a captain, uh, a douchey Captain America. Okay, I got that. <laughs> That's him in a nutshell. Uh, but I mean, some other characters are thrown in there. I mean, from from the original movie, you have Rick Flag, uh, and you have uh, Harley Quinn, Captain Boomerang, and Amanda Waller, and Amanda Waller. Yep. And then you've got Thinker, who we know from uh, the Flash animated movie uh, show, where he was that one, the only non-speedster villain we had for a bit there. Uh, you had Bloodsport, who that's Idris Elba, right? Yes. Uh, then you got Mongol. You've got well, Peacemaker. We already said Javelin. Who who cares? Um, King Shark, which I'm very excited for. Uh, the Black Guard, Weasel, um, and then Polka Dot Man. Dude, stoked <laughs> for Polka Dot Man. There's a bunch of other ones, but that, the fact that the cast is that big means that most of them are gonna die. Yeah, the the footage they showed, uh, they're in a big battle. I'm thinking that's the opening sequence, and I think half the cast will die then. Yeah, Pokemon, okay. Polka Dot Man's definitely not lasting. No, uh, no, I think he will because apparently James Gunn's got a heart on for him, which, which makes sense. Which makes sense. I still think he'll die, but he'll die at the very he'll end. He'll die at the end, yeah. He'll sacrifice himself or something like that. With a big polka dot. With polka dots. <laughs> like, he, he, it'll be, he'll, it'll be. <laughs> oh, God. What? It'll be like Titanic, right? Where he's in the frozen water. He makes a giant polka dot. God. And he can't get on it. <laughs> he's just freezing in the water. You can hurt to me on that. That's fair. <laughs> and the one and the two. Earth two. It's very weird. It's very weird yeah, doing Earth twos it's, remotely. It's hard to harmonize. Remote remote Earth twos are just We're bizarre. Like, it's a little off, but yeah. And you must and I, you got especially features. You're the only like at least Huey's in the room with me. You got to feel weird being in the room alone, just screaming Earth two. <laughs> but I'm not alone. Mrs. Features is there, or the rest of Earth twos with him. <laughs> One or the other. That is true. Uh, all right, let's get into the Justice League. Let's talk about the Snyder Cut. I'm going to say, wow, that Snyder Cut trailer was better than the entire Justice League movie. The entire trailer was all new footage. So what we know so far is it's four hours long, broken up into four installments, God. released on HBO Max. So long. Which, hey, I'm good with it. We got four, <laughs> we got four shows out of it. <laughs> I'm good with it. Maybe five, because we'll we'll talk about how it is all together. We got to do a recap. We got to do a recap, the whole thing. We got five shows out of that one. I'll take it. Uh, I'm stoked for it. Seeing it in the original color palette, which we all made fun of at the time, now makes a lot more sense when you see it together. Like, the decisions that were made in Justice League that just felt weird Mm -hmm. make more sense when you see it in the Snyder trailer. It's It's definitely not for kids. There are no jokes. 
dark side shows up dude steppenwolf looks amazing steppenwolf looks so good because he looked like utter trash in the original one uh superman seems like he's in the black costume the entire movie yeah it looks like it the entire movie it looks like he's in the black costume they do kill somebody pretty quick we get a pretty big death really fast cyborg's dad Spoiler alert oh, for the trailer. That is true. <laughs> Cy- Cyborg's dad just like gets this, incinerated this, yeah. in the trailer. I'm like, wow, he just way to way to give that up. Well, I think he's supposed to die anyway. <clears throat> sure, but still bizarre that you put that in the trailer. Um No. We did get a lot of that extra flash footage that we saw in the original trailer, like when he puts his finger through the glass and he saves Iris, like all that stuff's in it. Uh, so I'm excited. I, I never thought I would be excited for the Snyder Cut. Like, we've, we've made fun of the Snyder Cut how many times on the show and the concept. How many times did we go, never going to happen? <laughs> never, not going to be a thing. I think most of it was me. Just, I think it was all of us, man. Just, it goes to show how powerful the internet can be. Look, they changed Sonic and we got the Snyder Cut. The internet is a powerful place. You know Sonic still sucked. No, actually Sonic, Sonic was pretty good. Sonic. Sonic wasn't bad. I was. It did not pass a phone check for me. It's a. It's a kid's movie, bro. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't put too much stock in that one. Well, the only problem is the the voice actor for Sonic is doing Huey in the new Ducktales cartoon, and it's exactly the same voice, and I couldn't get out of that. Only baby Huey. Yep. Only only baby Huey. I pay attention this, to voice actors. Jesus, this is <laughs> only you would have that problem with that. He's also in the new uh, Steve Carell show. Stop it. Space Force. Stop. Yes. That's Space terrible. Space Force. Space Force is terrible. He's also in that. That's been just. That was horrible. That's utter trash. Yep. Moving on. But I am very excited for the Snyder Cut, and the fact that it exists is just exciting. So, and it's, it's a huge win for HBO Max. Huge. Four week? Huge. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to do that like that. I wonder if they just release all four of them. I hope it's four weeks and not like four months. Yeah. That would suck if it was. It, they would if it was four months. It would lose steam. In the back of my mind, they're going to do four months. I'm hoping it's like. I don't see why they would, because I mean, at this point, at this point, the CGI has got to be well, not close to done. But whenever it gets released, it sh- if if they release it before the CGI is done, they'll, they'll th- probably be working on this up until the minute they release it's it. It's gonna it's gonna ruin things. I hope that's not the case. But I'm excited for it. I'm excited to talk to you about it when it comes out. I I never thought I'd be excited for watching that Justice League movie again. Mauer's the only person I know who really likes the Justice League movie and thinks that the Snyder Cut looks like utter garbage. He likes because he got Superman. Yeah, and his and Harry Cavill's Superman wasn't bad by any means, but the rest of the movie was trash. <laughs> it was, argue with me. It was, tell me I'm wrong. I'm not. <laughs> I'm just surprised just, to hear you say it. It was. Justice League? Yeah. I've, I'm, I'm happy they attempted it, but it was trash. I've never heard you say it was trash before. Justice League? Yes. Batman v Superman was the one that I was like, it's fun. Because <laughs> I didn't want to call it trash. Yeah, you didn't want to call it trash, but I'll call it trash for you. It's trash. Yeah. If you watch the, the extended cut, which I'll go back to saying, if you have to watch the extended cut for it to make sense, it's already bad. But <laughs> if you watch the extended cut, it's not. Eh, no, it's bad. Yeah, it's, no, it's, 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 it's trash. Bad. <laughs> it's bad. Which, although I'm excited for the, I'm excited for the Snyder cut, I'm, at the same time, it's, it's still... Zack Snyder, and I'm still a little suspect, but it does look much better. And, you know, just a little empathy here. I'm stoked that that guy got a chance to close that chapter of the book because that's always something that, like, think about how horrible of a situation that was for him in his life to, to then always have to be reminded 
how bad that dream project of his turned out. And now he's finally yeah. getting vindication. Right. So even if it's garbage, he at least got to finish it. I mean, he got closure. It, I think that means more to him than it really does. Like when you, it was weird watching the the fandom announcement because it was mostly him talking to people who fought to keep it alive. Mm-hmm. It was just talking to fans who like were in charge of the Snyder Cut movement. You know, what I thought it was also funny too. Um, so they he had was asked questions from Ben Affleck and and everybody. Did Did you see Henry Cavill? No. Like, he, when he, he asked a fan, a fan question, Henry Cavill looked freaking ripped in quarantine. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's my, my favorite thing about Henry Cavill. Other than the fact that I think he makes a great Superman, one of my favorite things about him is that he refused to wear padded suits. Until Justice League. Well, yeah, but, but that's, that's I'm going gonna, gonna to say that's a Joss Whedon thing. Maybe. Um, but he, he wanted to earn the role of superman which i completely i love loved. that yeah. yeah i love that i love that he's like i don't i feel like if i get to be superman i if i don't look that part then i don't earn that role they like the shirt that he was wearing his his sleeves were like ripping off <laughs> I mean, he's like, also got the witcher season two coming like yeah he he's got he's he's at a he, point in his life where he doesn't have a choice he stayed in shape where probably Ben Affleck went, oh, I'm going to eat this. Three. Well, Ben Affleck's like a jack too, man. Yeah. Ben Affleck's looking crazy <laughs> now that he's back in that Flash movie. Uh, all right. Let's finish this out with the one, the one thing that I didn't think I'd be excited for, but man. I said I hated this when it first came out. Same here, man. Every, and every time there was new, more news about it, I was more annoyed by it. I, I hated the casting. I hated the suit when the, uh, the pictures first leaked. Or not leaked, but were revealed. I did not like the bat logo. I didn't like the the cow. I I just didn't like anything about this movie. I didn't like any of the castings. Like, but seeing this, seeing this trailer, I watched the trailer like five, six, seven times already. Same here. Emo Batman, hundred percent. I'm so down for emo and, Batman. And the best part about the emo Batman, this is basically the first time you've ever seen Batman take off his cow and you see the black around the eyes. Absolutely, which yep. I actually loved. I, I look Robert Pattinson. The fact that he's smaller works well for the movie. So remember, we were mocking him for like, I don't want to get big. So for what we understand from the Matt the the Matt Reeves movie is that it's Batman Year Two, and the Gotham TV show is going to be Batman Year One. And he, as of right now, is not beloved by any means. He's still the the Gotham citizens are terrified of the Batman. He's not a symbol of hope. He's not really a symbol. He's just this terrifying figure. He is vengeance, as he says in the trailer. So he's not, he's not somebody that, that, that people are excited when they, to see him. And you could see that between the, the, him and the cops, too. Like, you could see Gordon when Gordon brings him in on that one scene, and the cops are a little hesitant on, like, who the hell is this dude? Uh, and you could tell he doesn't have the same kind of backing that he does. Because when you think of, when I think of, like, gritty or, re, or like, realistic retellings or origin stories, I think of the Batman Begins. Yeah. And Batman Begins is really dependent on Lucius Fox. Take Lucius Fox out of that movie, you lose the Batmobile, you lose the, ca- you lose the cape, you lose the armor. You lose everything. You, no, he just has the hood. He, yeah. he has the bat ears. That's it. That's the only thing that he gets. So Lucius Fox is what really, other than his training, is what makes Batman Batman. Other than that, he's just the ski mask dude that held up Commissioner Gordon with a stapler. <laughs> right? That's all, that's all he is. I kind of hope we get something similar to that, like maybe a flashback to his first suit. Well, I think this is his first suit because when you look at it, he just has his boots on and he's got pads on. Well, I think it's like this might be 2.0. 
Yeah, this this is not like his, I'm hoping for ski mask. You could tell really you could easily tell that his car is just a souped up car. It's just a souped up muscle car. He, That's he, it. He borrowed it from Vin Diesel. Yeah, right. And that and then his costume is is made like he made the costume. Like you could tell that this doesn't have the kind of financial backing you expect a Batman suit to have, but it works well for the context of the film. And yes. what's crazy about this trailer is they've only shot 25% of the movie. So this trailer is less is working with less than 25% of what this movie's going to be. And it looks awesome. It does. <laughs> it really does. I know I'm I've been avoiding this part of it, but features, what did you think? Eh. Really? Yeah. I mean, uh I I'm 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 actually old like him not wanting to get bigger, that's cool, but to to not I don't know if he didn't work out at all, so I don't wanna like put any judgment on on physical appearance. But um it just doesn't it doesn't align with, with Bruce Wayne's character as far as somebody that was being prepared to go out into the world and do what he's about to do. But um Yeah, he just Robert Pattinson No. I can't he doesn't eh. Doesn't do it for me. This, this is what I mean. Features will tell you that he hates something, and then you say why, and he just goes, "Cause you know, reasons." What's the, what? Yeah, what's the actual reason? Why? What about Patterson? Do you like? I just said he doesn't do it for me. He doesn't. He doesn't. What look about him? Like doesn't do it Bruce for Bruce Wayne. To me, his haircut is the most non-Bruce Wayne thing about him. He's got like the. Well, Peter- there's actually comparisons to he, Batman Begins hair. No, he looks like the thin man from Charlie's Angels. That's what he looks. I like. thought he look, He's got. He's got a uh, Peter Parker's haircut from the Ultimates books. That weird part in the middle. Or Spider Man three. Yeah. Or Spider Man three. <laughs> <laughs> emo Spider Man. He should have let Toby keep that. Yeah, I, I his hair is my biggest problem. His hair in the I Am Vengeance line because he just doesn't sound like Batman to me. But again, that's, it's early Batman. That's actually where and, I'll disagree with you that. at. I, I think I think he he had a good uh, lockdown on the voice, but um. Other than, other than that, eh. I love what he beat up that clown dude. That oh, yeah. beatdown that he gave that clown dude. Oh, and then the two the two punches after he hit the ground of you're not getting back up. Love that. And, and see, I, I loved his vengeance line. He just like he more whispered it. He wasn't growling. Uh, you know, he, he didn't need to. He just beat the crap out of the guy. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's much. The whispering else did it more for me. He just doesn't. I mean, and to be fair, the lisp of Christian Bale had, threw me off as well. So, yeah. You know, and, and this Batman's trying to differentiate himself from the last Batman, who's Batfleck, who was gigantic. <laughs> like, that Batman was all brute force, where this Batman is supposed to be more about the detective work than anything else. But that fight scene, man, that one quick scene that we got of him beating that one guy up, who who are you, and then just... Beats that man senseless with like six punches, <laughs> real quick. Was beautifully done. Eh. Why features? Don't just give me sound effects. We talked about this earlier, but uh, I, right, I told but we you, didn't talk didn't about it like on the, the podcast. We do. I didn't. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I'm. I'm skeptical of what the choreography is going to look like. And again, like I, Batman is a master martial artist, right? Uh, but I feel like in what it, what it seems like they're going to do is he's going to be more of a brawler 
in this film, and that that can be okay too. But eh, like Batman, like uh, Dark Knight Rises, he wasn't a brawler. A hundred percent, he was. No, he wasn't. I'm, I told you what he like, used. Like his fighting style is crowd my god. Like it's not brawling. Dude, go back and listen to old episodes of this show. We talk about how he's a backdoor. He he looks like a backroom baller a bunch. Like I literally say the term backroom brawler. He's built like a backroom brawler, but he's using well, crowd. He even walks Magad. up to people like he's an old bo- like he's an old Irish boxer because he just walks up to Bane multiple times. Like, all right, dude, let's do this. There's the stance of crowd <laughs> Maga. It's a form mostly used from elbows and knee movements. So, but he doesn't use most of his elbows. Yes, he and knees. does. He gets his back yes, he does. I'm, I'm gonna need you to watch it again. Flares. <laughs> just, I'm just saying, this Batman already seems like he's a better fighter than than Dark Knight Rises Batman. No, I don't think ba- I don't think Bane's breaking this dude's back as quickly as he broke Christian Bale's. Uh, no, he's breaking it faster. No, yeah, I, I yes, think, he is. I think this bat. Robert, I think Robert this Batman Pattinson's would do the faster. actual Batman thing. He, Robert Pattinson's is, faster than than Christian Bale. Well, Christian Bale, right? Batman and he would, his ass. and he would leave and use his cunning to win, which Batman would do. Not walk up to him like smacking his nose like an old fifties boxer. Like, let's do this. Well, you're you're no one's going to beat Bane cunningly. You're going to have to walk up to him and fight him. You know that. Okay. Mind you, so now we're getting into my issues with the Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> Mind you, Dark Knight Rises Batman took out six of his henchmen with a blow dart. And Bane doesn't have sleeves for most of the movie. Mm-hmm. So that means he had six blow darts, at least six blow darts. Yes. That he could have pumped into that dude's shoulders and knocked his ass out immediately. But instead, wanted to brawl. Yeah, something to prove. More of a brawler than Batman. That was the most non-Batman Batman movie I've ever seen. He has something to prove. And he did not prove it. <laughs> he did not prove it. Because even when later on, when he started getting the upper hand, he got stabbed. You know what this, this Batman, though, is going to prove? He's actually a detective. Right, and I'm excited for that. We, I am, too. We haven't seen that side of Batman in any of the movies. That, so like, I'm, ex- I'm thinking like he's going to be with Gordon there, get all his uh, information and go back to the back cave and figure stuff out. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna go to crime scenes at night when the cops aren't there, and he's gonna meet Gordon for the first time at a crime scene. Well, I, and think, I think that's how Gordon's gonna start bringing him into things. All right. Well, I I will say that I'm a believer after the trailer. I was not a believer up until that moment. And hearing Matt Reeves talk about it, Matt Reeves hearing the actual panel and hearing Matt Reeves how what his vision for it was helped a lot. Okay. That's fair. I, I will I will say well, I, I do agree with you guys on it. It would be nice to see Batman actually being a detective. So if we do get that this film, I, I probably will enjoy that. I'm, I'm definitely going to see it because it's Batman. But I'm just, hate every minute I'm just not sold yeah. on Robert He's Pattinson. Here go. Do, you, do you remember those X-Men movies? Dumb. This, this was worse. <laughs> this was worse because, you know. Why? Eh. Because. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, meh. I've told you guys a million times why those X Men movies are trash. Because they weren't comic, but they weren't comic book accurate at all. That. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you got to start looking for the positives in things, man. Stop focusing on all the negatives. The positives was that we got X Men movies. Womp womp. The negatives are that they were trash. They were not trash. Yeah, they were. Dude, even even <laughs> Apocalypse. Well, not Apocalypse was even trash. Dark you Phoenix can't even defend that had one. Had the best Cyclops moment of the entire franchise. Ooh, Dark Holy Phoenix. Cursed? Yes. 
Yes, that was the most believable Cyclops. I can't even say it on the show. You heard her, I'll beep and kill you. That was the best Cyclops moment in any of the movies. It was the first time I went, oh, damn, I'm not messing with Cyclops. Oh, no, I was, no. I was very adamant when I said I'm not going to see Dark Phoenix. I still haven't. Well, that's fair, because there was only two good scenes. But one of them was Cyclops cursing at Magneto, which was amazing. Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler, yeah. Nightcrawler with the knife, holding the knife with his tail. Yeah. Yeah. Apocalypse was the trashest of the trash. Super, and I was very disappointed about that. Which I, I agree with you there. I'm not going to fight you on that one. I'll even give you X3. X3 was Last definitely hand, trash. Trash juice. That was drippy trash juice. That was terrible. But X1 and X2. Yeah. I, I, I don't I don't I don't give I don't give the first X Men movie that much crap because it was the first one. Uh, X two and Nightcrawler. X, that opening X, scene. X two is exciting just because of Nightcrawler in that first scene. So how are we talking about X Men when we're talking about Batman? Because the show's over at this point. And this, this is all. This is seven <laughs> minutes of extras. That's that's what this is. This is the end credit tease. <laughs> na, 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 na. Uh, first class. You didn't like, but I love. First class is trash. It's not trash. It's, it's a great movie. It's trash. It's, it's, it's arguably the best of the movies. Like, as just a movie, take the X-Men. Like, if you were to rename it, like, the, 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 the Q-Men, right? Mm-hmm. It had nothing to do with X-Men. Mm. It's the best of the movies. Like, as an actual movie, plot-wise, beginning, middle, and end, character development, the whole nine yards, it's the best. Character one. development? You mean, yes. you yeah. mean like, for, for uh, what's his name? Uh, Charles. Who? Magneto? Who? No, not Magneto. Uh, what's the, what's the guy? Uh, the one that adapts everything but died. Oh yeah, no, he, not him, not him. Sebastian? No, no not no, Sebastian. That was, uh, Joel. That was uh, oh, what was that? Darwin. Darwin, yes. Oh, yeah, poor Darwin, poor Dar- poor Darwin. <laughs> and of course he was the black dude. Like, <laughs> like poor Darwin. Right? Yeah, Darwin. Uh, Darwin didn't deserve that. Hey, hey Menti, do, do that thing. Yeah. <laughs> Days of Future Past was pretty cool, though. I love Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past. That was it. trash. For what it was, I enjoyed that. Wolverine Origins is garbage. It was. Wolverine, uh, the Wolverine. The Wolverine. It was pretty bad. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So I'll give you, out of all Logan, of the movies, Logan's, Logan's amazing. Logan's good. Logan's amazing. I'll give you X3. Except change my pants, at Professor X. I, <laughs> I say... Three of the X-Men movies were, were truly trash. Three? Three. Yeah, Last Stand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And Dark Phoenix. Yeah. Right, those are the actual X-Men, plus two of the Wolverine movies. So five of the X-Men franchises was, was trash. Bottom of the barrel. Bottom of the barrel. Absolutely. 100%. All right. You can find the show at Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. That's at Welcome to Fireside, your social media choice. I'm not going to let you go, Features. You're just going to say them all. They're all trash. So what's the point? You're not saying anything new. <laughs> Go ahead. Say what you're going to say. No, you're good. I, it's, yeah, it's, it's, you're it's, right. it's refreshing to hear you admit that at least half of the franchise is trash. I've always said that. Yeah. I have not. I have not uh, Apocalypse has always been garbage. No, no question. Dark Phoenix was garbage, except for it had two really fun moments. Mm-hmm. Last Stand is the worst of the worst. Last Stand is hunt like hand like Last Stand. I wanted to walk out of the theater. Last. Both Wolverine movies were a disappointment to me, except for Logan. Logan was so all that's right. That's five of all. Of them. I liked Logan. It was all right. Logan was incredible. So the the vast majority of them, what is that? What what is that? It's like fifty fifty. <laughs> yeah, it's really it is. And it's the X Men movies that were the good ones. It's actually four movies. Is it? It's just four because mm. it's X one and two, two, First Class, and Days of Future Past. It's just four. It's four of them. That's true. 
So the most of them were trash. I'll give you under fifty percent. But I know how to see positives in things and not just like gonna dislike it just because it's got a name and it's oh it's one of those movies so it's gonna be bad. <laughs> you can find the show Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. It's a Welcome to Fireside of your social media choice unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew. Go watch the X Men movies and 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 jump on features his social media pages and tell him he's wrong. Uh, you can try. Once again, I'm Menti. I said once again, I'm Menti. Oh, and the X Men movies are trash. <laughs> <laughs> and so is the Batman because you know reasons. I said nothing about the Batman. I'm just not sold on Robert Pattinson yet. I have to see All it. All right, and I'm Huey. <laughs> and and Mauer's still, you know, <laughs> yeah, people. All right, deuces, deuces, Excelsior. <laughs> <laughs>